With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hi, and thank you for listening to Cut the Crease. My name is Xanax, and my co-host Jerry Lynn Spears is sitting here right with me. Um, we're recording this podcast on the unceded ancestral territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. A land acknowledgement really means nothing without some action. So in the link in our bio, you have access to a bunch of uh, disenfranchised community members and communities that you can donate to if you feel the need. Thank you so much for listening to Cut the Crease, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. And just a special tidbit of information for any of you VNDS contestants or any drag people, Kendall is actually doing a drag sale this Sunday. Please go to her Instagram profile and check out her stories to see time and date and the details on that. But she is getting rid of a bunch of amazing drag that she just doesn't want anymore, but is willing to give to you for a price or there's probably some free stuff too. So go check that out on Kendall's story. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hi, and welcome back to Cut the Crease. This episode's going to be a little bit different because unfortunately, Jerry has quit the show. So I obviously replaced her with the best person in Vancouver to talk about this series, VNDS, which is Kendall Gender. <sighs> Everybody's screaming. Let's hold the applause, please. Welcome to the podcast <laughs> again, Kendall. Oh my God, thank you for having me. I'm honored to replace Jerry Lynn mm-hmm. um, for the rest of this entire podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's probably fitting. It's a math made in heaven. Well, we both have done VNDS, one of us more than others. Um, <laughs> you had to only do it once. <laughs> no, that's not true. I did it twice. You did it twice? Oh, I did cool. it twice. I did VNDS pre-sobriety and then post-sobriety. Uh, and and sobriety one, was better. one went a lot better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I lost twice and it was disqualified one. Disqualified? Mm-hmm. What's the tea? I mean, we talked about it a thousand times. I'm sorry. I don't know the story. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, it was a week where we had just come off of doing so many reveals, so many stunts, and Tommy was over it. And he was like, the next week's prompt is no tricks, just drag, just do you. And I had a coat that was open, but it you could see what was underneath. It wasn't a reveal. I took it off to start dancing, and they disqualified me because it what? looked like a reveal. And I was like, hmm, they just had it out for me. Bitch, VNDS is so intense. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Eva, Gia, and Tommy were all the judges that day, and they, they took me out. Wow, that is intense. Yeah. That I mean, is... my number was bad, and they should have just eliminated me based off of that, but they just decided to disqualify me instead. Maybe it was a bit of column A and column B. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to soften the blow with mm. it. But honestly, <laughs> the, that week, there's the post, there's the photo of all of us standing there, like all the contestants, and I was the, everybody was in like bad drag, and I was mm. the only one in like a color and like something with a good silhouette, and I was like, 
I at least I ate the runways every week. That's yeah, all I can really enough. care about. There's actually a very hilarious picture of uh, the first time that I did BNDS, and it's like all of the cast and. Uh, or sorry, was it the first and second? I can't remember, but it's, I remember there's like me, Alona, Tiffany, and like, bitch, my wig is like literally down to my like nose. Like I look like Teresa Judice. And it wasn't a bag wig. It wasn't, it, it was not a bag wig. <laughs> it was not, it, it's just, it's the craziest photo. Uh, if anyone wants to like find it just to laugh, it's actually hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, uh, thank you, Tara Spang, for putting a lot of videos on YouTube to immortalize those things. Um, I got the pleasure of going through your Instagram to help source some looks for some people for the runway. Yeah. Um, and I got a nice little deep dive into Kendall's journey. I mean, I've been there for seven years of it, so. But it was very fun to watch, go through, like, I do remember all of these nights and seeing all of these things. And I, I thought the runway this week was really, really good. The runway prompt was a night of a thousand candles, which honestly... I said this to a bunch of people, I was like, Kendall is the perfect person to do that because you aren't just in one column of drag. You you will literally wear like all types of clothing, all types of drag. And it's like you could, it was perfect for having such a diverse first week of performers as yeah. well. Because then all the kings weren't going to be left out wearing right. feminine drag and vice versa. It was just like anybody could pull from anything and you are not afraid to do that, yeah. which is great. That's, you're so versatile in that way that you can pretty much do anything. I literally was like, you, Aww. someone needs to do your gorilla costume. Like, <laughs> straight up, I was like, I need to see that Yeti on that stage. The, the one way that I am versatile is through the looks, yes. <laughs> which again, that's like a lot of people are afraid to go away from a little what? mini skirt, a bonnet pony. You know, with me, right when I first started drag, it it was such a like thing that I just wanted to try absolutely every single style. Mm -hmm. And like, I will never say that like every look that I've done over the years has been like absolutely perfect because it honestly hasn't been. But for me, it's kind of like been part of my journey. And I think that that journey came from just like trying literally everything. And it's like, you know, sometimes you throw things at the wall and sometimes they stick better than others, of course. But like, I don't know, that's the kind of coolest thing. And I really like believe if you're a new drag performer, artist, whatever, I think try everything. Try like all different types of music to perform to. Try all different silhouettes, all different, you know, hair colors, costumes, everything. And You'll it's learn. like, that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. That's how you kind of figure out like, what's tea. But also you're gonna look back at all that and be like, I had so much fun doing that. Yeah. Even though you, I wouldn't do that now. It's like, I'm glad I did that to know that I totally. never want to do it again. Totally. And I think that was the coolest thing about like seeing this whole runway like it really made me emotional mm -hmm. to be honest it was just like so cool i think sometimes it's hard to like see yourself or like how you're reflected in, in other people's eyes i mm -hmm. guess uh and it was just so cool to see how amazing they did they put so much effort into it i was getting yeah, a lot of them put in a lot of effort i was very i was very excited to see especially some of the people who made their outfits and then people forced them and i was like Gag. that is like so cool um so we're gonna go through the runways <laughs> now um we already know, we already went through the performers this week, uh, for Jerry and I at least, so okay. we can kind of just jump in. Uh, I want to know who's your favorite after, though. So we'll go through unbiased and then you'll be like, this was actually my favorite one, though. Okay, T, yeah. I will tell you. <laughs> so first up, we had Asterix, <laughs> and I, to be fair, no, Asterix was probably borrowed some of these things from Batty, who has gotten a lot of your drag as well. So it was, are any of these actual items you owned or what were they referencing? Because I actually didn't know which one this was. They are not any items that I own. I think they're doing kind of like, you know, news, like news anchor vibe mm -hmm. Kendall. Like, you, you know, corporate, all your CBC. Corporate <laughs> Kendall in a, in a two piece, in a two piece yeah. suit. 
Um, I think the outfit and the gloves and the and the like length of the skirt and the like the way that obviously they tried to do the body yaddy yaddy. Um, that part I totally saw. Um, also, they opened up their shirt and I don't remember exactly. What I it was said. in the very back. I did not see it was something there. along the lines of like trans lives matter or something. Okay. Something like so that. a very fun message. Very 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 fun. Um, love the outfit. Totally got the the vibe. I mean, at least on myself. Um, I think the thing that threw me off a little bit was the hair color. Yes. Um, I. That's not a typical Kendall color. No, I like. I I genuinely don't know if I've ever worn blue hair. Also, are you a monochromatic girl? <sighs> like sometimes but, but like in beige yes. but you would also so you would probably wear a black hair with that or like yeah i think i think if i was to wear this i would probably wear like a i, I probably would have worn black hair right. um but uh, of course obviously the whole point of the runway is also to make it individual so yeah. um yeah this uh yeah this this was uh this was still very cute mm -hmm. and asterisk is actually my newest daughter your newest baby yeah in the, uh, in the house of House of yeah. Asterix um, was working at Lamplighter when I first met them, and oh. they were such a hype person for me. Uh, every single show, they were clapping fucking serving trays together, picking I'm up obsessed. the bills. They were so much fun, and I'm glad that they've um, done different things with their career and also moved to going to with you to fucking London yeah. for the Renaissance tour. And yeah. just, uh, the Renaissance tour, sorry. Just, <laughs> I guess the same thing. You are I mean, my, you are I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. <laughs> I care more about you. Let's just say that. Oh. <laughs> um, but then seeing Asterix go up on stage and like getting the and then we did yeah. a run to literally like a few days after, and we helped put them into drag. Yeah, so. no, I just I think they're fantastic, and they just have such a like I don't know passion for for drag in the art form and like it's the energy. It's the they energy have such a vibe so and an energy, cool. which there's some of these new people, and like you're rotted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm happy. I'm excited to see what they do now. Yeah, me too. Uh, next up, we have Theoretical. Okay, this one I know. Yeah, exactly. We have Theoretical in a black and white striped... Pinstripe suit? Pin uh, is that pinstripe? Okay, well, it's a... It's pinstripe. like a... What's that movie? What's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice! Mm -hmm. Yes! We have a Beetlejuice reference Kendall gender pinstripe outfit. Which... But anyone that knows, like, actual, like, history of me and my look... <laughs> I wore that suit into the goddamn ground. Yes, you did. I had that suit when, like, you know, Jane Smoker was Empress, and I wore that suit constantly. Um, I no longer have it, actually. Oh. I think I donated it. I might have given it to Continental Breakfast. Okay, so she might be still out there in, in the world. It's somewhere yeah. in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I I love this one. I think the sunglasses and like the dark lip, like I totally got, I totally got what they were. Yeah, I, I understood where they were going with this, and I think it, I like that it's not pinstripe because it's theoreticals. Version. Her version of your version of a pinstripe suit, yeah. which again, it hit the mark for me. It was definitely instantly recognizable. Um, yeah, I think they've done a, a fantastic job referencing you here. And I think like out of the rest of them, I was like the, the first few, I was like, that's good. I know what that is. Mm -hmm. I, except for Asterix, everybody else, I kind of got there. Well, it's only been two so far. So. Literally, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at the rest so, of them. So, so you like that one, but not the first one. I, I, haven't, I didn't say that I didn't like Asterix. I just, I just didn't know what they were referencing right away. And I still think they, the garments were fine. I mean, the fit was a little off for me because they literally had but your old pads I was going I was going to say, they were, doing, they were doing Kendall's padding from yeah. a few years ago when it was very chaotic. Exactly. You, so. you said I watch shape. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, kind of hit the hit the nail on the head. Next up, we have melodrama. Okay, this, this was great. This was again. I mean, there was a couple fit issues, but other than and for someone who made it themselves, that's my only critique. But other than that, like the reference was spot on. I feel like they even updated it a little bit. Well, that's what great. I said that to her. I think it was a better version of the actual costume that mm -hmm. I that I wore. This, this was, was part season of... three. Brad Pass season or four. 
oh my gosh, I think it was season four. Yeah, because season was, three was yeah. your video of y'all. Oh yeah, and they, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was this was season four of Rat Pack. It was like glam rock. Um, and yeah, she made it herself, which I think is so cool. Um, she did such a good job. The pants were so amazing. And like, even down to the ruffle. And like, I think the thing that she added around her head With was really cage, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one was really, yeah. really cool. Well the, the gold and the white always a hit. Um, and like, I, the fact that she made it herself, I'm like, that that's like it's applause so cool. to you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think this is stunning, especially for such a nice, fun, like memorable reference for a lot of yeah. people. Because like your promo images are those things that people see, like it's just a random Instagram post. Not totally. everyone's going to see that, but yeah. this was something that was used a lot. Yeah, I think this is a great, a really well done, especially a good intro to us finding out so much about them in the yeah. first five minutes that we see them. And so. I, um, I had a really nice conversation uh, with her, like off stage, obviously. And mm -hmm. she just was like, yeah, she was very complimentary. And it's just like... Yeah, I don't know. She was she was just kind of like, yeah, like you have no idea like how many, you know, pictures I have of you saved on my phone even like prior to this and da 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 da. Like it's just yeah, it was just it was very 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 special. And it's just cool to see like I don't know, obviously I've been doing drag for many years here in Vancouver <laughs> and it's uh it's just cool that people uh yeah, I don't know, it, it connects with people. Yeah, exactly. Next up we have Dolly Hard on. This was a gag. This was great. This, um so Dolly gag. came out as your um was the this a mini, mini challenge, challenge <laughs> yeah. on drag race um of the davy heart sign yeah. um that's right outside of uh mary of Lam mm, fountainhead fountainhead <laughs> <laughs> so many things on davy um, um yeah the heart of davy sign which is really cool and nice a fun reference that i don't think anybody would have thought of and oh that, that really speaks to dolly's creativity it was it was so cool and when when we were actually like making this thing uh or i, I should say when patch was making this thing <laughs> uh a few years ago uh it was so hard to construct to make it actually like stay Solid. up so yeah. i was i was really gagged um and that this all came dolly took this off Oh, yes. Yeah, and then and she took it off to reveal an exact costume that I used to have. Yes, the um, Pearl AliExpress Hey, costume. hey, that, that costume got me through some stuff, babe. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know a lot of girls who still wear this. So. I would still wear it now. I would. I, don't, I no longer have it, um, but it was that this one to me was so, so spot on. Dolly was the first person to do a uh, double reveal mm. on the runway, which I'm or for the first week at least, um, which I'm very excited about because there again there is so many things to reference and there's so many ways to play with that. And I think like the heart is a fun thing, but it's like yeah. there is it's literally a heart. There is no shape, so this yeah, gave yeah, us yeah. an extra tidbit into who they are. Which again, I think like camp and cunt is really hard to serve at the same time. <laughs> which again, I think that references you still. Like you that. can still serve camp and cunt. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's like fun that. to see. So Dolly did a really good job here as well. Yeah, and I think that like honestly, the wig is so perfect like it's just the a, honey blonde it was, yeah. it was very 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 me i love it and the shoes and everything it was so perfect okay moving on to doobie hauser which this name yes is, is i'm incredible. obsessed <laughs> so i looked at this and very renaissance very renaissance i personally didn't immediately think oh kendall here and i think it's only because it's it is so generically just silver where it's like, I'm just going to pull these things and I'm going to go to the Kenaissance tour versus this is what Kendall chose to wear for the show. So I think that's where I might have the biggest issue with it. And I think like excluding not like adding hair or different accessories, like it is still very Doobie Hauser up top and then totally. referencing this silhouette at, at the bottom. I think I, I get what they were going for. I, I do love a Western fit. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of like Western cat suits and, and that kind of stuff and it and it is very renaissance which is which is very 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 me um 
So yeah, I, I, I get where they were coming from. Um, but as a reference, a hundred percent to me, no, uh, you know, it's maybe not the most like exact version of me, but it is very them. So mm -hmm. I think that you can kind of take this prompt how you yeah. will. Right. I think, uh, now we're like four or five people in, I would have really wished it had like screamed Kendall mm -hmm. and then was still doobie, which again, like they kept the mustache. They didn't wear hair. Like it is still very much them. And I, Unfortunately, like unfortunately, I don't know too too much about them, so maybe they do like a little bit more Western idealism. So they may have just blended both of your and his aesthetics together. But um, yeah, I think for me, it's the first one that I was like, mm, not my favorite. Even though it does look good, it's just I don't. It does look really I just don't good. really think it screams candle to me. But yeah. And they were serving it. Then they served. Yeah, I mean, they I'm made watching a, a video yeah. right now. They were literally performing. <laughs> no, if they had done your little V sit, I would be like, okay, work. <laughs> uh, Rogue actually messaged me after I posted the the reel of everyone and was like, nobody did the move. So up next is a Tantra who the guy the guy he came out as the the runway version of your Woody the costume. most upgraded version of my woody aesthetic um that i that could possibly exist mm -hmm. um it so was, this is again something that is like yes western but it is referencing something more specific and i would wear this now i would wear it yesterday i would wear it tomorrow <laughs> no i didn't but i just i love it the hair is exact it's mm -hmm. a, a mermaid wave long black middle part the hat the the woody sort of like cowboy top even down to the shoes girl mm -hmm. like this was a gag yeah, yeah no i was very impressed by this and i think I don't know if Atandra made it. I think so. Mm -hmm. I think so. I, uh, I... We have never been really close with the facts here on Cut the Crease. So <laughs> if Atandra didn't make this, Somebody we think she did. Yeah, so yeah. it's I great. Feel like, I feel like she did. Even if she accessorized it and it made it um, like she embellished, it's still such a well put together costume. So the costuming on this is great. That's Atandra. And I, I think one of my favorite parts about this is how she was serving. Yeah, like she was like pointing her finger. She was like walking. She was like making us wait for it. It was like it was like a drag race runway presentation. She knew she very fun. She really yeah. did. She knew had the confidence in this outfit. She, she sure. really did. I was like out of my seat. Yeah, this is in this way. Yeah. Up next we have Epper Bessa, who came out oh as your most Lola bunny. your Lola bunny. This is amazing. I did not expect this from Epper Bessa, so this was very fun to see. I didn't expect this at all. This is. Be this is a better version of the costume that I, I wore on Halloween. <laughs> it's rhinestone. <laughs> but um, I mean, for such a, like, I want to say obscure, because it's literally the most recent Halloween that you've done. And we, you so often don't perform at Halloween, or you I don't have Halloween yeah, costumes. It's so it's like, this is very fun to reference, like, one of your first Halloweens back, I guess. It was so cool. Yeah. And, like, even the basketball was, was rhinestone. I was gay. This was, this was, like, really, really, really well done. And what a, like, fun way of doing, like, a runway, but still kind of keeping it, like, camp to yourself. Like, um, yeah, this was so cool. Yeah, exactly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Next. Oh, I love the reaction shots. To you. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have Kendall Gender. Um, 
as uh, painted by Milo. Yeah, oh, yes, I, girl. <laughs> I, um, I am very uh, constantly online. Um, so yeah, Carly Hart has come out as a very deep cut. I would call this, this a deep cut reference for the, sure. This one for me was probably the biggest uh, like surprise mm-hmm. and gag because I this happened years ago where Milo painted me. Um, I think it was for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Um, and I believe I only posted like one picture of it. Mm-hmm. It was like, and maybe maybe a TikTok. Um, so it was like a super deep cut, and uh, yeah, this costume was such a it, a beautifully updated version of it. Um, and I don't even know if I posted a full pic of the look either. Like it was just like, oh my gosh, it was so. This one was so cool, and they made it themselves. Yeah, and it was well, like Carly is known to be making their own costumes, which again is such a big, that's something you don't really get to see anymore in drag, in spe- like specifically newer drag. Most of it's just purchased. So like if yeah, you're making your own I mean, shit and honey, doing it well too. It's purchased in older drag as well, pointed yeah. at myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, this is like, this is unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. so good. And uh, it, yeah, I just, it, it, they just look so beautiful. Yeah, and I it agree. was so well done. Like I, I remember I actually saw them downstairs and I was like trying not to like over compliment because there was obviously like other people around or whatever but i was just like what like this is so cool i hope that they put this into their wardrobe yeah and, like, of course all the time. i mean so cool. use your runways especially if yeah, it's referencing something like that yeah. especially if it's this good next up we have melandro <laughs> this was so exact too <laughs> yeah coming out in a red <laughs> oversized coat a nice black unit some black Stomping boots, which you are very much this, known for. I know, I know this exact look. I wore it at It's Just Drag in Victoria. With it's, it's exact. Like the sunglasses, the the jacket. Um, uh, I wouldn't say it's exact because your jacket was huge. My Yours jacket was, was to the floor. Very yeah, good. yeah. That jacket has been passed around. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of red garments that get passed that, around. <laughs> that specific jacket, I feel like I've given to like every daughter of mine, and I have. And no, then their daughters subsequently. I, I just know where that jacket is. Oh, is it still technically yours? No, okay. no, I've, I, I've I've moved on. I think the last time I maybe saw it was like on Kara, but it, it might not be. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, this was this was also very very uh, well done for someone that maybe didn't. Um, Know who, you know who I was or know any like too much references of me because they just moved here. They're right? very new to the this um, specific scene, yeah. So like to this specific scene in Vancouver, yeah. Um so this was like I was very impressed. Yeah. And okay. also I know we're not talking about performances, but like my god, that performance was so good. <laughs> <laughs> we got to, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, next up we have Mac Daddy. This one got me out of my seat. So I want to hear what you think this was referencing to because there was a couple things where I was like well it's this and then it's that and then it's this so, so tell me this, what this was this was the post that I made when I was uh getting my nose done in Colombia yes. and I am laying on a like hospital bed and I have the like stitches and whatever and I have like a nose tape on um I I was even literally wearing like ginger hair okay <laughs> this was like for me I I totally got out of my seat that was just super obscure yeah um and this just is, so, this is someone who had to know you, like, and be experienced. Yeah, yeah, like this was this was just like very, very, very fun. So when when Mac Daddy came out, I was like, okay, Mac Daddy has thrown four different references here. I saw the nose right away, and I was yeah. like, that's cheeky, and that's really funny. I didn't, I didn't notice the nose. Uh, you really? I didn't until <laughs> until a few seconds, and then I was like, oh my god, and I literally stood up because I thought maybe they were referencing you as Rihanna. And you maybe okay, doing like a Christmas okay, gingerbread yeah, yeah, yeah. look okay. at the same time. And I was like, oh, maybe this is like a Christmas candle. And I was yeah, like, I, yeah. I, genuinely, 
I remember you going to get your nose done, and we had ta- I talked to you about it before, but I don't think I would have. I probably saw that story, but it was never something that was like, oh, that stuck in my mind. Like, totally, it was a, it was like a really like one off post that I just we just shot before I left, and I was like, oh, it'll be funny. I think it was maybe for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was like this was very niche. Yeah, honestly, like I thought you about it, your seat and everyone put a smile on your face. That that's honestly like I couldn't even care less about the outfit. I was like that one detail of the nose job was if she just came out as a nose. It was just it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, I just I found this one very 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 fun. Yeah. Um. It was just yeah. It was just it just made me so so happy. And then after that, our last contestant of the night, Look, we have yeah you know, you you were. Fully. We had my baby, my drag baby. Oh, I think yeah. everyone was waiting for this one. Yeah, we like all were. Oh, Woody impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we talked about this. We even got the name on the boot down there. Oh my God, I didn't yeah. see that. That's I, why they were lifting it up. Yeah, because their name is Andy and they're up, dressed up as Woody as you as Kendall. Yeah. So it was like a whole, it was a very full circle kind Imagine. of fun thing. Absolutely. Uh, very and my suggestion to Andy when we were talking about this, when we were deep scrolling, I was like, you need to come out as the Party City Balenciaga <laughs> Kendall reveal into the Woody. Okay. Because I was like, I need you to like really like do this because yeah. obviously someone else had already done a reveal prior to this. We wouldn't have known, but I feel like if no one would have met Andy at that point mm-hmm. in the morph suit, reveal that off into Andy as Woody as Kendall. I was like, that's where I wanted them to go with this. I don't think they would have had the time to do it, but like honestly, I think that comparing these two Woodies together, I like the fashion of what Atondra did. I like how real this one was. This one is like exactly, exactly what I wore when I when I did it on that like. Is it even the Jamie jeans video. from? Oh my god! <laughs> what is it called? Oh, Topshop from Topshop. That is that's a wow. Um, yeah, this one was just so good, and they, I think they were performing it really cool as well. I um, wish someone had screamed, "Andy's coming!" And then <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this one was like just so 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 cool, and I like actually have to laugh. I'm like, I honestly only worn like a woody style costume twice mm-hmm. in my entire drag career once obviously when i performed and then once for my flop of a <laughs> flop of a performance <laughs> literally by flop on on drag race um so it's been so funny that woody is such a like ingrained part of my identity <laughs> uh, but i kind of live yeah yeah. yeah out of all of these if you want you can say which one is your least favorite which one is your most favorite I'm going to say only my favorites um, <laughs> because everyone did amazing and drag is hard. Um, I think Atondra for me was the, the favorite. Was the favorite. Um, I think that it was just immaculate. I, lo- I loved the presentation as well. Um, the reveal, everything. Um, that one was just so cool. Um, and then... Carly close second? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carly would be would be the, the close second. Mm-hmm. Um, both super, super amazing. Yeah. Um, and just like really well done. Yeah, I feel like for this runway, I was like, oh, y'all actually turned this out. Like it wasn't just like, oh, I threw this together last minute. Like these people actually really thought about yeah. it, which I think actually I've... and 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 mellow, mm-hmm. mellow as well. I, so I one, two, three for you. I mean, in no particular order. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were honestly, they were they were all they were all really really really. Yeah, I think Mac Daddy and Doobie had my least favorite outfits, just in the sense of the references that it was like, oh, I it wasn't immediately there for me. See, I love Mac. Daddy. But again, Mac Daddy 
won me over with the nose. So like, yeah. it, it's one of those things where it was like the outfit wasn't that good, but what she put into it was great. Yeah. And like, I think, yeah, I think the Woody was definitely my favorite reference of everybody because yeah. no one did the other ones that I was like, oh, I wish we saw the Snow Yeti. Like, I wish we saw this. There was a couple of things. I wish someone had come out in the Forever 21 lime green bodysuit, blue ass contacts. Oh, and no. Because that, that, is, <laughs> that is like so brat pack <laughs> coated yeah, and candle yeah. coated. So, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, for the runway totality, so great. Everybody did a really strong job. So this was a very strong week. Yeah. Um, I was so, so yeah, I actually like got emotional when I went home and was watching the video. It was just such a like, that's something that will stay with me for my whole drag career. It's just like how special and cool that was. I literally felt like Cher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got it. Yeah. Like you, you have a career that we could do that reference yeah, enough too. So moving into the performances, um, uh, let's jump into your number that you got to do. <laughs> um, so if you weren't there at BBS, there was a uh, issue with the performer not being <laughs> on time. So to be fair, I don't know what happened completely. Did someone go to every single one of those performers and saying, we are starting in five minutes, you yes. need to be lined up, ready to go? Yeah, they did. They did. So yeah. this person was just outside, not ready. I, I don't know where they, they were. Because I saw them run past me I, from the I, front of celebrities I, into the back room. Yeah, that that part, I, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't privy to that. But um, yeah, they definitely were given a five-minute warning. Um, and also, I just like, I... I can excuse a lot of things in drag um, because, you know, it's, drag. I, it's, it's not drag. that serious. And to be honest, I can excuse lateness to a show, mm -hmm. but I cannot excuse lateness to being introduced and not coming on stage. Yeah. That to me is like, I can't even imagine. Like, or I mean, as a performer, I'd be like, I actually don't need to go out. I'm, I'm actually that done. Would be like, Oh my God, girl. I like, I'm literally thinking that that's like a nightmare that I would have. Mm -hmm. Like I've had nightmares before of being forced to go on stage, but not in drag. And like, I'm, I'm sure that's a very common, like <laughs> for all of us, right? Yeah. Like I, 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 they're like, okay, you only have like eight minutes to get ready. And like, I've had to go on drag in like a costume and, and a wig, but no makeup, for example. And like, that's just like a, a weird dream that I've had. Um, but yeah, not being called and not coming on stage. I just don't know. I just don't, that situation would just never happen to me. Yeah. It would yeah. it'd be, it'd be very hard to be put in that situation because if yeah. anything, you'd be already ready outside, you know? Yeah, and I think I think that, like, that maybe just also comes with, like, you know, confidence in a way because, like, you need to, like, if, if, if you're running behind for whatever reason, I think addressing that with someone and not just keeping that to yourself is a big skill. Yeah, communicate that, just like, communicate I need that. more time. Yeah, be like, hey, this is happening. Like, I can't glue my nails on or whatever it is. Um, but, like... As a performer, you're like, you know what? This is not working in the moment. Fuck it. Like, let's move to the next, like, let's just get as much as of it, of it as on as we can. So that being said, they were given the moment. I was just under the impression that no one said anything to them. And then they started. Because that, I'd be like, that's unforgivable for the show. But if they were told that they had, it's time to go, and they were not prepared, that is on the performer. But again, that also comes with the territory of being new to this yeah. and whatever. So... Asterix didn't come out for their song. I thought it was like a very long intro. I was like, okay, work, let's, we're all waiting for it. Me then, too. I was like, okay, give me. Out, I was like, okay. I was like, give me Beyonce. Let's do it. Yeah, so unfortunately that didn't happen. So you went out and promptly did your <laughs> number. Well, I was, I was just standing there and I was like, I was so uncomfortable because like the whole song was playing and then it was like, 
And then they kind of were like, oh, can the next person go? And then obviously they weren't ready because they were expecting to have more time. And but like, it was just kind of like a weird sequence of events. And I was like, I just looked at Tommy and I was like, just put something on. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just do it. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's kind of fun. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but to everybody else's fault, having to go after you. Like, <laughs> now go after the drag superstar Kendall Jenner performing a black song in Black <laughs> History Month <laughs> after having to cover for your ass. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do think that. Uh, I do think that it was. Uh, it was just like a. a, a a, a, a band-aid to a, to a bullet hole kind of situation. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I don't know if what Asterix would have done if they were ready on time still would have been good enough for that. And I, like, I wish I could have seen that number un- unbo- unbothered and unbiased. Like, as I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see what actually would have happened because what we did witness was kind of all over the place. And I was like... Again, we wouldn't have known if it was going to be like that. To so, begin I've, with. so I've I've seen. I mean, I've them seen them perform, perform, obviously. And the first time that I saw them perform at um, uh, Birdhouse, I I like I was out of my seat. Mm-hmm. I was. They're fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, and everything was so well thought out. Every reveal was perfect. Every every song choice blended into the next one just absolutely perfectly. Um, and I think that if they weren't taken by how that whole situation did and, and and that was never my intention performing was not my intention to make them uncomfortable it was yeah. not just to save the situation but I, I think just everything that led up prior to that was already going to lead to what we I think I think that. we I think I think they were a little bit like in in their in their chaos so they performed a little bit of a mega mix mm-hmm. um and they had a costume reveal into a costume reveal to go back into a costume being put back on and then they took it off again which in the song, I don't think any of that was necessary. Like there was no moments where I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I was curious to know if they had just gone out and done their complete mute song, where those things would have happened. I anyways. almost feel like it went out of order because of like, yeah. they, they couldn't get the like outfit on properly. But then as a performer, say, fuck it, we're just going to, you should just be able, and that's again, it's coming to the newness of them be doing drag where they would never have had that forethought. Be like, I'm just going to wear this one outfit. We're just going to do it. But in one way, how many times in the beginning of your drag career did you try to do too much? Because I was, I remember... All the time. I remember putting, you know, too many songs, too many reveals, mm-hmm. too many this, that, that. And it's like, it really just comes with, that really just comes with, like, practice. It does. And it, it really does. And I think too... Like, that, too many weird voiceovers and yeah. too many, you know what I mean? Like we've and all, I don't think the song it. was the problem. No, I'm not, I'm not saying... I just think... The song itself didn't actually go very far for where I thought it was going to go. Like, I thought yeah. there was going to be more. And I was like, to the song's defense, it was like, it's a good song. But I was like, the performance didn't match to where that song, like, it was serviceable. But I was like, oh, there's nothing, it's not building anymore. There, it wasn't going anywhere for me. And then those reveals were probably going to also still not build anywhere. And you know what? Like, I think that not enough people do in their beginning stages of drag is they do not repeat numbers enough. Yeah. I think that that's something, and I didn't do that in the beginning. I always thought every single time I was on stage, I had to do a brand new song, a brand new look, a brand new everything. Which is, and it's not true. No, I think it's better to hone in on something that you've done that you're good at ten times. And we witnessed that at the end of the show too. There's the tea, you know. And it's like I just feel like those. That's just how you get stronger. Like even on my the tour that I'm on now, technically I've been performing some of those numbers since the album came out, like in different 
you know what I mean? Like you've performed it. You're comfortable with the song. I know the songs. I know the choreo. I like, I, you know, I've, I've been doing it for like a year and a half, whatever it was. And like, that's okay. And that it's okay. And it's okay. People have seen the number. If you're of good at it, twice. keep being good at yeah. it. <laughs> and I just, I think that that's, that's something that like a, a lot of drag performers like don't do because they feel as if they need to do something new all the time. And I'm here to tell you that that's, not always necessary. You need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. The wheel's fine. Yeah, the wheel is spinning. <laughs> and some of you are not even getting on the bus where those wheels are, so Ooh, it's okay. Fine. So yeah, Asterix, again, phenomenal performer. Love them as a human being. This number was not successful, and I wish it was. I, I The entire time I was sitting there, I was like, I wish this was successful for you, and it's just unfortunate that that happened. You know what? What shit goes wrong, and, and, and it does. And uh, I think that that's going to be a lesson for them. And I saw that we had them at the, the brunch they did on Saturday. And, and they, they fucking killed it. They blew everyone. Yeah, so I was like, I again, I you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know what, you tripped, and that is okay. That is, there's nothing wrong with tripping and fumbling. Hey, there's because I think they have learned a lot in that one night that they were at D and DS. So I mean, there's there's things that you know I've done in my drag career that I, you know, they they haunt me to this day. And anything specific that you'd like to name right now? Oh my gosh, I just, I mean, I just, I just think about like mistakes that I've made, like in. In, in a variety of different things like you know my like finale dress from from Canada's Drag Race like my it just it was like that was so far from like what it was supposed to be and it was like so unsuccessful and uh you know it was a variety of factors like you know it didn't get made on time we didn't have the right fitting to execute it and da 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 but like I now know that like that has changed like the trajectory of like how I get costumes made. Mm -hmm. And like, you, you learn know, from it. I learned from it. And like, I, I, I cried too many nights about it. I, I, I've read too many mean comments about it. Like it just, it is what it is. And like it, um, it's probably, that's probably my like biggest regret of my whole drag career, to be honest. The dress? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you. You got ready in the pandemic. I did, but it was <laughs> like with me and like, I mean, we're going off topic a little bit, but like with me, so much of my drag career is about like supporting and like, you know, representing communities and minorities and that kind of stuff. And that's what we tried to do with that dress. And it didn't go that way. So it offended people. Yeah. You were swinging really big. And if you had connected with it, it would have. And that, yeah. and that, that for me was the hardest part because it was like, I felt misunderstood with like something that I've done within my drag career since day one. And that's what it just like, it hurts my soul. Even, even talking about it now, it makes me sad. But the reason why I bring this up is like, that it was a mistake and that was a huge mistake on like you know many people like you know me and evan have talked about it it, it is what it is yeah. um but now going forward in my drag career i've learned so much from that mistake and i'm i'm so much more cognizant of like you know making sure not to like you know rush into things or or if you're if you're dealing with like sensitive subject matter just like really make sure that it's like exactly what it should be um and like i i, I learned from that mistake and it, and it has changed how i how i operate okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For, and it will for the rest of my, of my life. Yes, so like, it's, it's a positive thing. Now it like, is. Yeah, you, you, but you did not learn from it. You could have like exactly. completely just ignored that and then continue making those mistakes. So you did the right thing. Yeah. And like, yeah, so I don't know. We all, we all make mistakes. So, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. Um, okay. Everybody has these days. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> but yeah, learn like learn from this. Yeah. Um, again, it's VNDS. It's drag. It's not that serious. Totally. And that's it's okay. And it's okay those um, for our people listening, I'm not allowed to tell you. Um, it's okay. Learn from it. Grow from it. Move on. It's fine. It's just VNDS. It really is not deep. Yes. It, I um, Theoretical was next. I have seen Theo perform a handful of times, and every single time I've seen them, it has been so magical. That's okay. Um, and they just do, some, I think they just have such a nice, fun perspective on what their performance is going to get. So they came out in the floral, um, kind of distressed ghost esque so cool. dress. Yeah. Um, and I felt then it like was in a totally different You felt like it, they literally brought us in. It, they, it was yes, it was the celebrity stage, but they brought us into that magical place that they wanted to bring us, which was really cool. And then they had their their um, backup dancer come out in all black and hold mm -hmm. the ghost up because it was referencing the song. And yeah. they, I think, for performance wise, they as a performer, it was more stage and theater totally. versus like high energy, mm -hmm. which is a nice dip in between what we just saw and yeah. what other the, all these other performers are going to serve. And I think Theo came into it with such a, I'm introducing myself to you in this such a intimate way. And mm -hmm. it was, it was very emotional. You complimented their shoes I at one point. Shoes. And I was like, it kind of reminded me of like a, like a Joe DeRay performance. Mm -hmm. Very before. that. Very, I feel like Joe is so fantastic at like creating environments and it's very, I don't know if like fantasy. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was giving fantasy for sure. Yeah. And even Tommy was, complimented the performance saying thank you for bringing us in and so like cool. showing us who you are right away yeah. which is that's again this is the first week we're learning who these people are and i think theo has done a very good job of that also their makeup is incredible they mm -hmm. make all their costumes so it's like head to toe theo is putting their hand in every single pot of drag which i oh, really really appreciate okay. that's the tea mm -hmm. <laughs> you should um yeah and then I gen like I just I enjoyed their number. They was there was nothing that was like mm, I wish that was different. I think from start to finish I was like yeah. I was happy with it, and I think it was really good. Um, next up we had Melodrama, um, who had their outfit matched to their screen title and their card up there with their logo, which as a performer I think that is really important. Oh yeah. Um, and they had made their entire look. They come out and they were doing uh, a lore, uh, sorry a. Uh, Melanie Martin, nope. Lord Melanie Martinez. Who is the other one? <laughs> I don't remember the song. Diamond, something with diamonds. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, why can't I think of this artist's name? Hold on, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. 
Marina and the Diamonds. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's okay. There's so many sad white girls with black hair. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take that one back. We'll take that. Our gay card is getting it. It's fine. I like, I was a Lana Del Rey fag. Um, So yeah, they were doing uh, Marina and the Diamonds. Uh, Their name is Melodrama. They were, they added in, I can understand their vision with this and they created their outfit. The song was referencing change and they were doing multiple costume changes. I think that like little spin thing that they did was was so sick. Really, really fun. And I loved when it like, I love when a reveal happens like in a way that you don't really like know Mm -hmm. that it's going to happen. Like that was so cool. Yeah. The only thing that I have a problem with here is that like things kept happening and Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was necessary. Like again, it was putting too much in, whereas like it should have been edited back a little bit. Like that one reveal is amazing. The song itself, again, doesn't really go anywhere for me. And that is something is like, as a performer, I always look at the songs that I perform and like, what's the story? If the song is one note, what am I going to do to make it bigger? Or is it something that is like, it's built in where there's the bass drop, there's this crescendo here, here's the slow part of the song. I mean, full team, you didn't remember the song, but I remember the the performance. And them. Yeah, and I've seen Melodrama perform a few times. They were pandemic-born, so I've gotten to see them over the past few years. This is probably one of the best performances that I've seen. I've also judged them in another competition, so they are getting better. I just don't think, personally, it went very far for me, and the costume reveal wasn't enough, and the fact that they made it was great, but then there was fit issues with other things. There were styling issues that were brought up on stage as well, so it's like, those are the things that it's like... I see where they're going. There's, yeah, yeah. there's have so much thought being put into it. I just think it just needs to be um, crafted and guided better. Which is yeah. again, that's a part of like I know. I just part of the drag scene. You don't have drag friends and family who are gonna yeah. kind of push you in the directions. You are just by yourself, and you're throwing everything in there. And you're like, this is gonna be great. And I'm again, it was good. Yeah. But it it brought me back to 2017. This is what I'm gonna say. I feel like where she is at in her drag career is like exactly where you are in the beginning. And I think that, like, she's doing everything that is possible to become an extremely successful and immaculate drag queen. Exactly. And I really, really, really believe that, like, it's it's literally just part of the process. It's all there. It's, it's all, all there. It's so there. And, like, I think the, like, the, the, the drive and the, the raw talent, it's, it's really all there. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, I don't know. I, I do, I, I feel like the performance for me and, like, I, I, I didn't actually mind the reveals. Um, I thought that they were cool and I thought that they were well thought out. And I liked that she made the shit too. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought that was like, honestly amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, obviously little things here and there, but yeah, I feel like I, it's it, it's it, exactly where we all were the yeah. first like, year into And that's why like, it brought me back to 2017 because that's what drag was. Yeah. It was literally just like, do a few things, bop around on stage and have a good time and that's literally I was like okay cool you brought me back to somewhere unintentionally but it's just like for my reference also again I I said this to Jerry last time it's a brand new group of people we really we really don't have very many like histories with a lot of these people or their brand new history Mm -hmm. so it's like it's actually really nice seeing brand new performers doing new things that we've really not seen like last year we had Rogue and BB people we've had connections with and who are really far into their drag careers do this. So it's like we had expectations and experience with them. We're going into this pretty much fresh with a lot of these people or knowing very little. So it's nice to see what... And I feel like that's the the cool thing about BMDS. It is Vancouver's next drag superstar, not who's currently there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I entered with Gia, I was like, you already are Vancouver's next drag superstar, bitch. Get out of here. Um, It wouldn't have mattered. I wouldn't have won. But here we are. (laughs) Um, Moving on to Dolly Pardon, who came out with also a very Western theme who was still referencing Dolly, um, Dolly Parton. And 
I'm happy to see these aesthetics and these brands so mm. early on in a lot of people's careers. Yes. Like people are really holding on to those things where it's like, like it takes a few years for a lot of people to get there, which it's nice to see that it's so right away. The yeah. newer generation is literally like branding. We're right. getting it. So yeah. it's great. Um, they did a fun mix of um, I Will Always Love You. Yeah. Um, Into the original I Will Always Love You. and Well, Dolly is the original. Sorry, the original into the Whitney Into the most popularized. With also a hint of camp, which again, mm -hmm. we expected this from Dolly as someone who I've seen perform. Also, even in their runway showed us that. So it's yeah. nice to see that they're mixing humor with punt. Mm -hmm. um, and they did that little girl trying to sing I Will Always Love You in oh, yeah. her <laughs> which is a heavily used comedy reference in mixes. We've yes. seen this a lot. I've done it before. We've, <laughs> I, we've all done it. You can yeah, throw a stone yeah. and everybody's done it. Yeah. They did it in a different way, and again, they came with a different perspective, and it was all leading back to who, what their name is and where the references were pulled. The only problem is that it felt so unrehearsed, yeah. and she looked great. Like, I, I, fantastic. I wish there was a little bit more, just instead of just tool, there could have been a little bit more of Element of Shine on there, whatever. Um, yeah, Shine by Rat Pack, stream it. <laughs> but the comedy and the timing was just off. And the, yeah, the lip sync was off and it was just unfortunate because it, it was one of those things where if this was successful, it would have been top tier for yeah. sure. I think it's just, yeah. I think it's just editing. Mm -hmm. um, I think if, if uh, she took out that like beginning part, there was like the voiceover thing in the beginning that she didn't really know too well. Yeah. Like, if she literally just took that out, I think it would have been a lot closer to- She also missed the edits that she put in herself. So that's again, like you, no one forced you to do this. You yeah. made this mix yourself yeah. and you still didn't know it. So like, Okay, yeah. that's where it comes down. Like, just do a song, and then well, just do a song. You know. or, or yeah, exactly. Just just do or do a do a mix that you know. Yeah, rehearse it. And again, yeah. it's like don't try something new right away. This competition is going to give you so many opportunities to do new shit. Totally. So like, don't now every week you can be like, fuck, I have to do something else, and I'm not comfortable with yeah, it. So yeah, it's yeah. one of those things that it's just yeah. like, then it's a competition, yeah. and that's how the that's how the call, cards played out for her. But again, loved loved it. Yeah, I she's, wish it was she's, more successful. she's amazing. Yes. She's amazing. I saw her at a uh, drag derby and she's fantastic. And one drag derby. So yeah. already has a competition under their belt and they're yeah. coming for another title, which again, I think that is so, like, we've seen that a lot. It's giving Harajuku. It's giving Harajuku. <laughs> it's giving uh, Made in China. It's giving yeah. Madame Lola. It's giving Rogue. Like, a lot of these people did all those things and they wanted more, which I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um, and then closing off our first half, we had Doobie Hauser, um, who I personally think had the best number of the first half. It was fantastic. And they came out in like a little pink and black moment and they had just like a little bit of a mix, a little bit of a fun. So I didn't recognize the song TBH. Right. Um, but they referenced Barbie in it as well. Yes. Yeah. That number to me was uh, so fantastic. And it, I mean, the thing that I noticed right away was a little like glitter on the, on the tape. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Doobie was just the strongest of the, of this set of people performance yeah. so when i found out what happened after i was I like know. i was kind of shocked again we, we can dive into why that is tbh me too i genuinely like, i was like the was voting confused, the voting yeah. was really what screwed doobie over because I, I wasn't on the panel but i assumed you all from what everybody said y'all lived for it so it was, i did and it was just like i think things. it was to be honest like maybe audience that it was 100 percent audience like, just because that to me didn't make sense because i was i was so impressed i, I also don't know what the um social media points looked like either and what tommy actually scored people on or if it was like literally just posted on time you get full marks so it's like uh, there's there's uh, yeah, lots of there, things there that was a in. couple and i i can't remember it, exactly who it was but there was a couple people that like had to get 
like way less social media marks. Melandro didn't post theirs until like twelve o'clock. That yeah, they twelve were hours like, after they were supposed to. They were just to. like late. So yeah, so that did affect some people, but apparently not. Um, yeah, well, but yeah, also, well. like we don't know what they scored on the runway. Like, there's so many things that yeah. could have led into this. But I think audience vote is the biggest percentage, and if you don't get very many, it's kind of you're screwed. But again, that is that comes to being in this competition. It's it's a social game. Mm-hmm. It's a game that you're playing, and if you can't have people vote for you, or you can't convince the people that came to support other people to vote for you. I mean, it's like a huge element of it. Like, I hate to use this, but like, it kind of is a popularity contest. Oh, it is. Like, it's not. A, it's not a talent. It's like, a you popularity have, you contest. You have to be. You have to be like in the crowd, on the breaks, talking to people. Genuinely, like, do whatever you fucking can. It but, is a popularity contest. This is not a talent contest. But I love the. Um, I love the modernization of the QR codes for voting. Thank God. That is so smart. You know how many hours we have stood in celebrities waiting for people to tally shit up? Ten points for Tommy. Yeah. Tommy won this week. Thank you so much. Yeah, congratulations, Tommy. Um, So then we took a break, and then we came back to see Atondra. Yeah, so Atondra came out in a fun little performance outfit doing doing some Ariana Grande. Very, like west end vibe Mm -hmm. performance taken after her mother very that very Mm -hmm. very very that and it was just like yeah it was just like a a cute like intro to like exactly who she is cute and clean Mm -hmm. very clean and also i'm sure she's been performing that song since it came out which is again smart yeah um and yeah it was just it was just very sharp and uh yeah you could really tell that like a lot of the people in the audience were like there for her or were mm-hmm. already fans of her exactly which is a smart thing to be doing especially when you're in a popularity contest like yeah. vancouver's next popular person <laughs> um so that being said like i spoke to a and i was like i need you to do your smooth operator song like i needed you to come out here and do a fun slow moment because i feel like no one else was going to do that and okay. i i looking at the first set no one actually did except for the second set which i argue was the better set of the two for performance wise of the performers um and it was again atondra did great she made it through the next to the next week but it was like is it really your drag or are you showing off what you've collected from everybody else and i'm like i don't really think that's atondra in my in my personal opinion, because I've known them for a while, I was like I watched them do this slow, sexy number and a tight little corset, a fun little robe, Maybe and they're both. and they are both. But I was like, I feel like that is more them than but the I, other thing. I I feel like for the very first week of the NDS, I think that like doing something like that was very smart. But also keep it under keep it under wraps. Like, don't show off all your talent at once, babe. Right, but I feel like it's like I don't know. I feel like it's a good intro, like. I remember the first week of the NDS that I won, I did Starships by Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, very hype, very fun, very, like, you know, the the windmill and the kick kind of vibe. And, mm-hmm. like, if that's your brand, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's but a speaking on it, guess, look who won and look what they did. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's won. <laughs> I know, but no, I mean, just, like, in this this week, like, look who won and what song they used. Oh, I was, like, slow. I yeah, genuinely yeah, yeah, was, like, yeah, yeah. I was a kind of on the fucking nose with it when I told her to do that. So, again, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, she did very good. And, again, she did a great opening number for herself, which is truly the most important thing. Um, just bringing it back to my list that I have lost in my sea of photos. Um here we go. Uh, next up was Effervesa, who did a little tap retro. number, a little retro. Uh, mm. yeah. oh. I, sp- I mean, as someone who is very much vintage retro pinup 1940s okay. throwback. You are not into it. I see where they were going. 
And I see that that's the brand they wish to do. The now, shape was what lost me. Now, because here's, it, <laughs> here's the thing. If the aesthetic was a little bit more refined, which I'm sure it will get with practice, I actually think that the number and the details and the talent of the tap dancing was very, very, very good. Agreed. I think the fact with, with their little backdrop and like, obviously they've been, they must have been tap dancing for like quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And like the number and the song and all of that was really, really, really good. I think that the the look just obviously needed a little bit more finessing. Because um, it is a specific time period where that look was the time period like you reference that you need it needs to be tight tight in the sense that like it the every piece of it needs to either like you can't just get vintage and say it's vintage because if you aren't matching that aesthetic it's not going to work and it is about like the fit of the clothing and unfortunately it's just like it didn't match the talent portion very strong to do because no one and no one's doing that they did fall they did slip and you did see that was honestly one of my favorite parts and you saw Barbie crotch though okay. no, no panty Bye. no panty Miss Kendall gender I thought we learned I thought we learned okay here's no, the thing but, but <laughs> the slip and the recovery yes. was so cool. With professional. So someone who's a professional dancer knows how to recover from an accident like that and make it a part of the thing, which is, again, as a drag performer, if you can recover from an accident like that, that is the strongest part of your number because people are going to remember it positively. You should always have a panty on regardless if you need the panty. I agree Because as soon as you need I the panty. Learned, <laughs> I learned uh, from being on national television, international television. And then after being off of international television, having it happen again. You know, And you always wear a panty now, yeah? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Or just things that would that would just not happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I think the performance-wise and the song choices, like they are like strong in the sense no one's doing that. And I think that yeah, was... Yeah, I thought it was really yeah. cool. I'd love to like put her in drag. Yeah. Actually, you should put her in drag. You're like vintage style. I'm good. Um, but you know what so, I mean? Like, yes. I imagine imagine like, someone actually putting the, the actual... Like, full like Violet Chacha. By her, yeah. like, that would be so cool. And she'll get there if she continues doing it. Um, so moving on to Carly Hart, who has done this competition last year and now is on their second time. Um, Carly came in fucking angry and hot, and I am very happy with the number that they have produced. It was very strong. And they are a performer. They're a performer first, hands down, and that really fucking showed. And what I really enjoy about Carly is that they're super technical, they can do the tricks, and they're telling a fucking story. And they created their outfit. Like, it was just all so fantastic. It was really, really strong. It was just so cool and just so well done. And it was like, I don't know, it, it also took something that is obviously a little bit more medical, mm-hmm. if you will, um, and kind of took this, like, really different spin on it that almost like yeah like I mean I obviously said this on the judging panel but like it was so sexy Mm -hmm. and it's like something you don't maybe necessarily instantly think of like you don't put that together with sexy all the time but that the way that they did it I was like whoa that is like that's empowering you're like I'm glad I'm tucked and wearing a dress because it's like honestly (laughs) it's getting me there (laughs) to be honest I was not tucked very well you you smushed and pushed I was taken uh, taken after uh, taken after my daughter on that one you weren't even Uh, wearing tights but I wasn't you are bare legged and they look good thank you but that was that was uh, I was not intending to fucking perform yeah but yeah no Carly (laughs) Carly really turned it out and honestly taking something so personal and sharing it like that with an audience that is drag and it's like they have really figured out how to blend the art 
the pain and the performance all together and I think that's something that everybody should really take note of like find find the the blend of all of those things so good job Carly I'm a huge fan Uh, moving on to Melandro coming out um, I've so okay. So they've done this number before, which we talked what about. Are the chances of two people having such similar names in the competition, too, <laughs> like melodrama and Melandro. Yeah. Like, at first, I looked at it and I was like. So you're like wait is this the same person um but yeah so melandro has done this number and has actually won with this number before in another oh. competition and in in vancouver uh they did misunderstood drag me to hell competition last year well honey they, they, there it is mm-hmm. and take it's a, funny because a winning number andy did that their other number they also performed in the same week that melandro did that number and they both placed first and second well this is a gag this yeah. is, so it's almost like i know what i'm talking about <laughs> it's almost like that and if you only know, people were listening you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah no I think Melandra did a very good job um, that was gay. that whole number was just so well done so, so entertaining um, and the fact that I, I feel like I, I can't remember if it was their partner or their roommate uh, their partner their partner that mm-hmm. like helped make the costume and like it was just that was good bitch. that was good so let's talk about the controversy surrounding it because there was a lot of commentary from a lot of people here who were not happy with that person performing that artist, um, especially in Black History Month, especially after the eliminations that happened that week. Um, but on the flip side, both of the judges on the panel were people of color mm-hmm. who had says in all of those things happening. So, like, what's you, what's your perspective? Because obviously it's it's different when everybody has a different opinion on how these things are taking place and we're all we're all community members we're all leaders in this community we all can have this conversation peacefully and successfully so now going into this i will say that i'm obviously coming into this conversation as a mixed race person and lighter skin mixed race person um that has had you know a different experience than a monoracial person of course um that being said i have personally been the believer when it comes to black artists and 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 music um that i think as long as the song is not you know focused on racial identity or 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 you know historically racialized whatever i personally don't think it needs to be gate kept Mm -hmm. um when it comes to other performers now the reason why i say this is also because i've traveled all over the world doing drag at this point and that is usually the pov of a lot of cities yeah um and the only place personally that i've really heard it be an issue is here Mm -hmm. um now do i think that someone performing formation who is not black is appropriate no do i think that someone saying the n-word or that the song has the n-word in it who is not black no of course not i think that that is you know these these songs are obviously supposed to be for for us um (laughs) But you know, if it's a if it's a pop song or if it's a song that really doesn't have to do with it, I, I don't know. That, that that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Um, I understand that it's Black History Month and it's the first week of Black History Month, of course. Um, but you know, I, I think that there's I think that there's a time and a place for this conversation. I think that you know, it, yeah, it it doesn't. Um, Sometimes the songs don't have to do with race, so it, it doesn't need to be, um, I don't know, kept in that lane? That's, yeah. That, that's, just, I, that's, just my, I, that's, that's just my opinion. Which, again, it's why you're here. We're, you're sharing it. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, as someone who's not black, but is mixed in the sense that I'm indigenous, but I'm also Métis, and like, there's so many things that come from that. 
I also hear the plight of people who are screaming saying, hey, don't fucking do that. I, yeah. I, we, like, we've said this and like, yes, it is different everywhere. Vancouver is a very specific place that this is a conversation we're having. But just because we're the only ones having this conversation doesn't mean it's also... Well, everybody else isn't doing it, so why would I bother? I and it's like, if those people should have that perspective and mean like, look, I'm performing a song that doesn't na- naturally but I've seen, lend itself back to but it. But I've seen this conversation and it's not it, sometimes it's it's not the same for every performer like, exactly i've seen people perform alien superstar who are not black and that is fine question mark again Beyonce is black yeah where 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 is the where is the where is the authority on that and mm-hmm. and, and and i've seen people perform alien superstar in vancouver who are not black yeah and i have never thought that there was anything wrong with that and i've never heard them getting any feedback for it or mm-hmm. anything like that so is it is it because uh, yeah I don't know I'm a, I'm a true believer do whatever the fuck you want but also remember there's probably going to be repercussions if someone doesn't like it but also that's their opinion you don't have to listen to them yeah, at the end of the day like if I loved performing Rihanna yeah and after everything that happened during 2020 and the leading conversations and me listening to everybody I was in a different mind head, headspace then and now it has been changed for me but if Rihanna came up to me and told me to perform one of her songs I would yeah and I think but I, think I personally won't make that choice until that that bridge is crossed you know yes. and, I, and I think I think again like I said this is simply my opinion and I think it's very important to remember that like if someone is saying that something that you've done or do is harmful I think it's very important to listen to them to listen to them mm-hmm. and, and to be open from that conversation I, I just I challenge the the conversation um just for I don't know a little bit more of a uh, 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 an uplifting side of the conversation. One hundred percent. Which know, I think a lot of the times we are missing. So yeah, that's that's really that's really uh, that's really it. So moving on to Mac Daddy, mm. I personally didn't get to see this number, and I didn't get to see too many stories of it. So you are going to be the one that's going to have to lead me here. So they performed his uh, new fucking song. It's so good, which is so good and mm-hmm. so iconic. And uh, I actually literally said that I thought it was kind of a gag that they did it because the song had it just come out. And literally it, like that week, right? Yeah, and it's very wordy. Um and it was a it was a hard choice. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that they missed some of the words. Obviously they knew that. Um and I kind of gave them the advice of like if you want to do a brand new song, just do a little bit of it. So like learn like one verse mm-hmm. of it and then do a popular song from Anaconda. The artist. And, yeah, or oh that would have been funny. Hiss and Anaconda. That would have been really funny. <laughs> Um, anyways, and, and, and then just to not put so much pressure on yourself for like knowing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, they are a newer performer, a newer artist. So again, that would probably never cross their mind yeah. to even think about that. And now, and now that you've now, said it, yeah. like it's, there's, it's a, there's a really funny, I always think about this. I performed a God is a woman mm-hmm. when it first came out, like obviously many years ago. Um, and I performed it like right when it came out, like the week that it came out. And there's a video of me at Brad Pack performing it. Um, and I don't know the words to it. And it's so funny because, like, now, obviously, everyone knows it. But when the song first came out... It's hard. It was just, like, it was one of those things. And, and, and that was something that I learned. I was like, okay, well, if it's too soon, don't... Like, unless you know the song, mm-hmm. it's just, like, obviously a risk. Um, but, but also, if you had... If it came out that day and you knew the lyrics, like, right off the bat, that speaks to your talents. And it's, like, again, it's a big swing. And if you and, don't hit it, you don't and, hit it. And, and and they knew a lot of the words. Mm-hmm. They, just didn't, they just didn't know everything. Um that being said, uh, they have that very like amazing innate performance mm-hmm. um, style. 
it's 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 there. Yeah, it's there. It's again, it's just taking crafting and it's they're new. We're we're also looking at this through a lens of doing drag for so long and seeing so many iterations of this competition, you being on competition shows. Like you, we're looking at it in a like we're looking at drag in a whole different world where it's like this is Vancouver's next drag superstar with new kids, new performers. So yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. but again, you're looking at it with a very good perspective. It's like learn learn from this. It's like you we've done it. Yeah. We've done all these things. So like yeah. we know what to come from. Totally. Um and then Rounding us off is Androgynous, who I suggested to do this specific number because okay. we just went through um, MB, MB's competition. Mm. <laughs> MB search for the next person they want to do their show. Um, where Andy went home first and they didn't they didn't get to do the song that they really wanted to do. They didn't really get to show off what they wanted. And that was, I told them, I was like, this next competition, do the song that you're most proud of. Do the song that you're most comfortable with right off the bat. Well, honestly, I couldn't agree with you more. Um that so on the tour that I'm on right now um, obviously it's a renaissance inspired tour and on the actual renaissance tour she starts with slow songs Mm -hmm. and I was like oh god do I have to copy that blah blah and I was like no 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 start off with your best song and your best thing because once you do that you kind of like you have the audience for the they're on your side and like Mm -hmm. even when I do you know like uh, events brunches whatever I actually do my my favorite number first Mm -hmm. Because you never know what's going to happen next. And I think the more that you kind of like bring the audience in first, um, that's, that's the way. The more successful you'll be after. Yeah. Um, So they totally did that. That number was Mm -hmm. sick. Because they've done it a bunch of times. They're like, I've done this number so many times. I'm like, yes, it's good. Now, and when we were having the conversation before they went to this, I was like, elevate it change it okay, to the what did they what did they change I had so they added more reveals they added different tricks in different places they cool. make the, the, the fire book the fire book bible mm-hmm. um which they've done a bunch of times they just made it bigger and better that was a gag for me mm-hmm. i actually didn't expect that to happen mm-hmm. especially when a prop starts off as one thing and then it like it levels up mm-hmm. to something it's else. just a prop and then it's that actually cool. an event yeah so really cool. i'm very proud of andy he did such a good job and i think like it was very successful as so you successful. as you got to witness it so oh my god no it was so then everyone voted after these numbers happened and um so i'm gonna go down the list and i'm gonna ask you if you remember if these people went home or not (laughs) because i do know who didn't go home but so first up asterix yes they went home yes theoretical no i think they did <laughs> Melodrama. No. Melodrama went through, yes. Dolly Hardon. No. Was in the bottom two. Yes. Doobie Hauser. Yes. Doobie Hauser was in the bottom two with yes, and they went Dolly. Through. And they, they battled off, but we'll keep going. Atondra. Which, which, surpri- yeah, which surprised I was surprised. Uh, Atondra. Uh, no. Atondra went through. Effervesa. Yes. Effervesa went home. Carly Hart didn't go home yeah Carly Hart went through to the next round <laughs> Melandro uh one one Mac Daddy went home and then Andy uh went through as top two play second yes so Dolly and Doobie battled it out to come on over baby which is a hard song which is a hard song that is a very hard song but to what you were talking about I mean it's a perfectly crafted pop song that has 
all the levels. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it starts off, it has a strong chorus, it has a big vocal riff at the end, it has a little like rap, and it has like, uh, I want is for like a moment. Like, it's honestly a perfectly crafted mm -hmm. pop song, which is why I've been performing it for 10 years. Exactly. <laughs> so, you got to witness this top two, or this bottom two lip sync. Do you agree with who stayed and who went home? I do. Um, obviously, because I voted for it. Um, I think that. Uh, that the performance on Dolly's side was just um, was just a little bit more yeah just like a little bit more crafted to to the song and, and was like really giving the vibes um, uh, granted maybe that's not necessarily the type of music that I, maybe either of them really perform. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like they were both very strong, but. Um, yeah, there was, there was a little bit of, um, I've seen a little bit of discourse about it. Just like a lot of the drag kings went home. A lot of the black performers went home right away. Um, a bit specifically, we're going to talk about the drag kings. It's just like, it was set up against them to be successful, now, which we, is in the voting. They didn't have enough people to vote for them. The drag audiences are typically, keen on feminine RuPaul-esque drag performers okay. who went through um, and it's just kind of like they but is that but it, it, I mean sorry to be devil's avocado but like <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't know 100% of how they identify as a drag performer but like technically the top two performer would they not be in that same category and he's a king Okay, so then... But uh, the rest of the kings went home, is what we're saying. Is that the majority of them were not received as well to be successful and that they were sent home because of the votes or because of their numbers because they just didn't win the audience over. I, ca I would argue that, like, um, it doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. It doesn't matter how you present as a per drag performer. You can be a drag king, you can be a drag queen, you can be a drag monster, you can be a drag thing, you can be non-binary, you can be whatever you want to be. It comes down to you as a performer yeah. to be good mm -hmm. in whatever you are doing. So there was a bunch of drag queens that went home too. Uh, that, there's so many things. It's like, if you are not a good entertainer, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you present as. Because that yeah, is the most important I think, thing. I think sometimes like with, you know, and, and we see this with, with drag race, we see this with, with drag competitions. Sometimes some of the discourse starts... Uh, with people that maybe necessarily weren't there or they just kind of saw it uh, from stories or whatever mm -hmm. that is. And then on paper, they see these facts of, you know, black performers went home or, or drag kings went home or whatever that situation is. And it, it, it sometimes is like, it's it's not, <laughs> no pun intended, but that black or white, mm -hmm. you know? It's, um, they did bad and they also ended up being a king. Well, they, they did, did bad. okay, sorry. They didn't, they didn't, they weren't the most successful and they just happened to be black. They weren't the most successful. They just happened to be a drag king. It wasn't because you're black, you're a drag king, you're out. And that that was, I, I can speak to that as never the intention, whether it's an, un, an underlying bias, which could very well be. And that is something that like, I think as a scene, we probably should be looking at a little bit more. It's like, why are these decisions being made? Why are we thinking this way? And reflecting a little bit more on those things. But again, it wasn't successful and that's why they went home. It's not because of this, this or that. It just wasn't good in the moment and that night. And if, uh, to be fair, all those Kings could have done phenomenal, fantastic jobs, which a lot of them did. They did good jobs. Other people just did better. It could have been the flip side where they did the best. All four of them could have gone through and everybody else could have gone home. Yeah. It just, it, was, it wasn't the case. You know, and there was, there was a lot of successful, like, you know, envy performers and, and, and mm -hmm. other racialized people and minorities and that kind of stuff. So it just, yeah, of, of course, on paper, 
the first week of Black History Month and then and then the black performers go home. I, I, I mean, of course, like I, 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 I get that. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate, of course, but it's also like, I mean, one of those performers was like technically or not technically is my drag child. Mm-hmm. So like if if we're talking about bias, then like that was also hard for me. You, you could know? have used your nepotism and saved them. <laughs> right? yeah. So it's like and 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 I had Mac Daddy in my show. Mm-hmm. I had I had them in the Kenesans. I gave them like a number in the Kenesans. Yeah. So like I love these performers. I uplift these performers. I I, I work with these performers. It's I a hired, competition. I hired both of them at brunch on, yeah. on the Saturday. You night. did. And it's like and so I I'm not I'm not I can't just keep them because of that, yeah. you know, like it's 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 not. That and if you did, fair. it would be very very apparent. There's the tea. Yeah, so. but yeah, again, like it is a competition. They signed up for this. Yeah. Everybody signed up for this. And honey, sometimes people go home first, mm-hmm. and I get a gay man. <laughs> and you're doing fine. I'm doing fine. <laughs> so again, it is one of those things that it's. And Beth it, is thriving. It, Beth is at Mary's. <laughs> Every Friday, Saturday, double seating. It's it's fun. It's great. It's something that we talked about. I'm glad that they're doing it. But yeah, again, it's a competition. They all signed up for it. They all were understanding it that this is a game. It is not fair. It is biased. It is what it is. You have to prove us wrong. Show us why you need to be here. And some people did and some people didn't. And that's that's drag. Any final thoughts on this whole thing? Um, no, I don't think so. Thank mm-hmm. you for, for having me. This was uh, very nice. Yeah, of course. Uh, I love that we got to do this. And get to hang out. Yay! We've seen each other the more times this year than we did all last I year. Awesome. <laughs> and you're putting enough. in more effort to see me, so funny, I love it. Funny enough, the last time that I was at Zana's house was actually when I had to record the voiceover of Canada's Drag Race, speaking of, for the finale, um, because there was an error uh, in like the microphone, so I had to use her like podcast setup. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very full circle. Mm, very, I love it. Bringing it back to the pod. Um, any words of advice or wisdom for this week's group? Ooh, I mean, I think we kind of said this a few times, but like, yeah, do something that you're comfortable with. Um, and, you know, uh, it's okay to repeat costumes. It's okay to repeat numbers. I think the put your best foot forward. Obviously, that's a cheesy thing to say, but it's true. Um, because that's really how you get successful. Mm-hmm. Um yeah work well thank you so much Kendall for being on Cut the Crease with me today this is a lot of fun Um, if you are competing in this competition and you're listening to this and you disagree well you can tweet about it if not please take the advice we we have done a lot of things in drag (laughs) combined and I think we know what we're talking about so if you disagree tweet about it thank you so much and we'll talk to you later bye bye